Hey, coconuts. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> I've come to a new low and uh, <laughs> to, to, to need to join in the whole, you know, media cycle and influencer, blah, blah, blah kind of thing. Just to get streams and get downloads and, and what have you, right? But, but okay, I know some of you guys have been asking me, you DM me about this whole NOC thing. What are my thoughts, blah, blah, blah. I know it's not personal finance related, but I thought it's a good platform uh, based on what has already happened to hone in on some of the communication lessons that we can all learn from. Because I'm sure by now you realize that in your personal finance journey, whether or not it's starting a family with your partner, whether is it uh, starting a business, whether is it negotiating with your team and your boss, your whatever... There's a lot of communication involved, right? As much as all these theories, all these best practices, it's a lot about communicating and coming to alignment on all those jazz. So with that, I decided that yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go here, guys. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna come here and use some of what has happened with the NOC saga to extrapolate some communication lessons that we can all pick up on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel about this, but yes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everyone. I welcome you to another day with the financial coconut. In our podcast, we're debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, and discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it. Ultimately, empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances well. And today, we're going to focus on communication lessons. Okay, it just so happened uh, that I'll be using some of the NOC examples of what is what is kind of happened out there, uh, at least the known ones. To, to leverage on that to uh, translate those communication lessons, yes. Okay, I reiterate, my focus today is to talk about communication and share some core ideas that, uh, that, I used, that I've used for a very long time and I thought uh, they work very well and I have uh, over time mitigated a lot of these spats and a lot of these issues um, at least in the recent years, like, I mean, I've been there, done that, right? I've, I've been through all the like terrible breakups, whether is it relationship, whether is it family, whether is it um, friends or what, even business partner and, and all that, right? And you, you kind of see it play out now with the whole NOC saga. So, um, yeah, man. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So let, let, let us uh, come together on this, okay? My goal is communication, not about the saga. I'm not taking sides. I'm not uh, trying to tell you who is right, how to read in between the lines and, and all of that, right? There's, there's no, no real point in doing all those, right? But of course, Xia Xue is the biggest winner here, right? She, she just got a lot of traction, a lot of leads and, and what have you, right? Probably Wa Banana has a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of new projects because NOC is dead, right? Uh, but yes, all, all, that, all that aside, all that aside for all of you listening, and for all the foreign listeners that don't know what the hell is going on, NOC, Night Owl Cinematics, is one of the largest, if not the largest, okay, maybe the second largest YouTube channel and YouTube ecosystem in Singapore, right? So they have a lot of influencers, they churn a lot of content and what have you. So they recently, some of the founders, uh, two of the founders, have come into a public spat about how shitty things were for a very long time, right? So it's not a one-off thing. 
And for all of you local listeners, I don't need to tell you and I'm not going to go through the whole flow like who said what, what happened, right? Tons of people covering that already. But at this point in time, I think we can realize that underpinning this whole discussion, this whole saga is that there are a lot of communication problems. People have lawyered up and everybody's t- trying to take sides and trying to pull people around to believe in their side of the story. And I can say that it's the end. It's more or less the end already. That there will be no pleasant ending on this whole thing. So there's a lot, a lot of shit to unravel. So yes, if you want to continue to be gossipy about some of these things, be a bit a lot more intelligent, then you can join our friends at Yalabad. But I think uh, I'm just going to use and focus on the communication lessons, right? So I want to put it out there that there are many different ways to communicate. Everybody has their own styles and there are many different techniques out there that people use. Um, I am a strong believer that it's not just about the techniques, but how you perceive some of these things. So the inner world, outer world kind of thing. Because your inner world, your perspective, your mindsets, how you look at certain things will affect you know, how you present, which is your external world, right? Like what you say, how you present yourself, the kind of questions you ask is a reflection of how you think and how you feel and how you experience internally. All right, so I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, both sides to use them as uh, learning points and hopefully can elevate your communication abilities and recognize the complexity of uh, discussion, okay? So my first communication lesson for all of you listening until now, right? Uh, Quite a miracle, right? (laughs) That you never drop out of a TFC podcast, although we have taken like super big pivot away from what we usually do. The first communication lesson that I think we all should vividly remember is that parameters are dynamic, Okay, what do I mean by parameters are dynamic? First thing you need to understand is that every time when we go into some sort of uh, agreement, okay, whether or not is it official, whether or not there's a contract, okay, it can be a, uh, oh, you promise ma, you know, or it could be a mutual understanding, or it could be a verbal agreement, or it could just be, you know, both of you feel like, okay, we're aligned on this, and it is what it is, okay? So every any time when you go into an agreement, which is where most people want to be at, right? Anytime when you go into an agreement, the parameters are there, which means at that point in time, what is your situation at a point in time, oh, you're doing fine, your work is good, your life is going fine, you know, relationship is okay, you have built up all these uh, goodwill with your friends and with your life partner, with the uh, office, at, uh, you know, and all that jazz. Right? So all those are the parameters that are ongoing for you at that point in time. So given all the parameters, you decide that, okay, I'm going to start a business with uh, my friend. Let's say, okay, we use the example, and we're going to start a business with my friend. And then he or she will also have their own set of parameters that are based on their current circumstance. And then you do business together. And then after a while, you realize, oh my God, my situation has changed. Now I've lost my job. Or my whole sector has gone down. Or, you know, suddenly I realized that uh, my wife, something happened, or my husband, something happened, or my kids had some issues. So the thing is, although there may be a contract, there may be a written agreement of some form, the situation has changed. So your parameters, in essence, have moved, right? And this whole parameter thing, right, is always changing, always moving on. As you experience new things, as you experience uh, new facets of life, as you, as you meet more people, all these parameters are changing. In other words, you have to consistently realign 
and keep coming back to check with uh, whoever you're working with, whichever life partner you've chosen or all the people that you're close with that you have something ongoing that you guys agreed previously to constantly realign, constantly check what's going on. Has anything changed? You know, have we kind of come together? Is, is what we agreed previously still on? You know, any circumstances have changed. I think this is extremely, extremely important. And from the whole NOC saga, you can tell that they have not done this for a very long time. All right, so from just being an innocent duo partner and then starting a business together and then the business grow very fast and then some people have to take on super big leadership role compared to where it was. Um, all these are changing circumstances, which is why entrepreneurs change and change and change so fast. Which is why you got to be amazed with the founder-led company that can go listed, right? Because from an innocent or, or quote-unquote innocent entrepreneur that is in the startup space to grow all the way to become a CEO of a listed company, that is so much change ongoing again and again and again. But you don't need to do that. Even in your day-to-day -day life, things are changing, right? When you and your partner, when you first got together, you two still in school, innocent, oh, we just want companionship and I think you're cute, we have a good time together. After that, then, you know, maybe the guys, they graduate later, the girls go out first, you know, Singapore, right? The guys are slower in, in terms of graduation. The, the ladies go out first and then la ladies have a job. Now they are exposed to a whole different facet of life, a whole different facet of people out there parameters change. No longer uni kids anymore. So things are changing and you got to realign, right? You got to come back and ask, you know, what's going on? How are things happening? And all that. It's a consistent effort that you got to keep realigning, realigning. And so some of my friends, they do it once a year. They have those kind of like once a year, we sit down and, you know, as a partner, whether in life, in work, in business, um, we review. Right? And then we talk about what happened this whole year, blah, 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 blah. Are we still aligned on certain things? What are our goals next few years? So I think this is something that a lot of people don't recognize. So all the other things about, you know, how to set goals together, uh, mutually understand, blah, blah, blah. All those things, people talk about it all the time. But there's, this basis is something that I think a lot of people don't see. So people will harbor on like, oh, last time you tell me like that, like that. Well, yes, 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 it's true. In, in the past, it was like this. But we are not in the past anymore. Things have changed. We, although we agreed before, you can use the past to corner me to say that, you know, oh, I didn't keep up to my side of the agreement and blah, blah, blah. Yes, you can do that, right? It, it, socially acceptable. Oh, last time you say this, now, now, now things have changed. But is that what you're trying to achieve? Are you trying to push me out of the situation or are we trying to come together again and keep chugging along on our mutual path of growth and progress? If we are trying to align then you have to recognize that what's the past is the past. Parameters are different now. Okay? So I think this is the part that is fundamentally impeding NOC and also a lot of other businesses where you see a lot of founder dispute, you see a lot of business people, they, they break up and, and all those kind of things and both in life and, and at work. It's, this is a big, big, big problem. Okay? Parameters changing. And I think this is the part where mix work and life a bit hard to separate, okay? So uh, all that jazz we can talk about next time, but I hope that you will learn to recognize this thing, okay? Don't 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 keep harping on, no, last time you say, last time you say, last time, last time lah, right? Times have changed, parameters have shifted. What is important is we realign, okay? So that is communication lesson number one. Communication lesson number two from this whole NOC saga is always the 
escalate first. Logic don't make sense when the defensive wall is high. I will talk to you a little bit more after a word from our sponsor. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about de-escalation. What is de-escalation, right? Essentially, it's when people are emotionally heightened. Uh, they want to protect themselves, right? You can tell both sides are emotionally heightened. Maybe Sylvia a little bit more emotionally heightened. And I don't blame her. I mean, everybody attacking her, right? Like, you don't even know her. You don't even know exactly what's going on. It's a he say, she say kind of situation. Of course, it does seem like the allegations are tilted against her. But she's being attacked on all corners, right? And uh, you can say that, oh, because last time she attacked other people, blah, blah, blah. I'm not here to chase the, the cause of it. I'm just looking at this situation and what we can learn. The reality is it takes two hands to clap, okay? This is something that we cannot lie to ourselves. It takes two hands to clap and you are always complicit in whatever situation as long as you are part of the situation, okay? Um, some people say, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm in, a, in an abusive relationship. Let's say you're in an abusive relationship and abusive does not mean uh, it needs to be like really abuse. Like it can be emotional abuse. It can be all those things, you know. Um, firstly, I want to let you know that I know it's very hard to get out of an abusive relationship. I feel you. I've uh, been there. But at the core, you cannot deny that you're complicit in this situation. Also, you've allowed the other party to um, essentially abuse you at some level, right? I know it does not sound great. You'll be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't sound great, but this is the reality. But that's not saying that, oh, you know, that, that means you can, you, you're empowered to come out. No, okay? It's a lot more complicated, but... The, the situation is as such. You're always complicit as long as you are part of the situation, you're part of the relationship, okay? So with that in mind, you cannot just blame Sylvia alone. Neither can you blame Ryan alone. They all have some sort of interaction. They are, they are all part of this thing. So both sides are not doing great in terms of de-escalation of emotions. What do I mean by de-escalation? When people are emotional, they build up their defensive wall, right? Whatever you tell them, you know, they're not going to listen. So some of the clear signs when people build up their defensive wall is when they fold their arms, they're looking away, they pick up their phones, you know, they're looking down, they're not really interacting with you. You know their presence is not really with you, you know, and they are, they're clinging on to something else to, for their lives, right? So like when, when, when kids, especially when you score them and then they, they, they hold on to their phone, they text, 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 they don't even want to look at you. That is them building up their defensive wall to protect themselves, right? And in such a scenario, what a lot of people do, a lot of people, they, 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 people use more force. <laughs> Shout louder, blame more, attack more, you know, uh, throw more examples. All those things do not work. It further heightens the emotions, it further heightens the situation, and you're not going to get the communication across at all. Okay, it's, it's not going to happen at all. You may push the situation to a point of no return, which seems like what is uh, currently happening at NOC. And based on some of the videos and, and all, you can tell, right? Uh, emotions were very heightened. Nobody really kind of managed this whole thing. Uh, and it's very hard when 
it's between two parties, they're all leaders and there's no like other people that can do the management or the de-escalation of the emotions. So what do I mean by de-escalating emotions? Um, some of the classic ways of de-escalating emotions, if you are aware, you can say that, hey, I am feeling uncomfortable. I need a break from this. I need to tap out of this. You know, or if you are emotionally aware, you know, that means you're more attuned with your, your emotions. You can feel your body tightening. You can feel the kind of anxiety building up. That is amazing. That means you're in a different league altogether. And if, you're, and if you can feel, um, one of your best bets is to let the other party know that, hey, you know, this is getting extremely uncomfortable. I don't really want to pursue this for now. Can we take a break and we can come back again? So this is drawing boundaries. Right? A lot of people talk about drawing boundaries. If you are the party that is emotionally more aware and the other party is, is becoming more emotionally heightened, in order to de-escalate, you can point out to the other party to say that, hey, you know, I, I feel like you are emotionally heightened. I feel, like, I feel like you are feeling attacked and I want to reassure you that I'm not attacking you personally. I'm just very irritated with the situation and I'm sure you are too. Can we take a breather and you know uh, work on this thing together? Like we are on the same team, right? I want to make this work. Of course, if you're already in a situation that you don't want to make this work, right? Then it becomes both sides attacking each other, like, which is currently what, what is happening, right? So, so if you're already in that situation, then you don't need to, you can, you can stop the podcast. You don't need to be in, in any communication lessons. At the core, you want to make it work. You want to salvage the situation or you want to go past the situation you need to bring this down. So there are many techniques and I've just shared with you a few, right? Letting the other party know is always the best bet to start. And once you de-escalate the emotions, everybody kind of, you know, bring it down, be a little bit more chill about it. Then you can talk a little bit more. And sometimes this takes a few days. Sometimes this takes a few days, right? Like, you know, guys, uh, I'm overwhelmed. I cannot handle anymore. Uh, I will reconvene with you in the two days. And then during that two days, you as an individual should go out and do your thing and heal and not drown in work and you know all that jazz. So you should take a break and go out and breathe and think about whatever the other party has said to you. So I think this is important. If you double down when people are heightened, it's going to break, it's going to hurt the other party and we're going to reach a situation of no return. Anytime someone is escalated, let's say in your relationship with your partner, when you want to discuss about having a family, okay, let's say you want to have a family, right? And it gets very emotional because one side does not want to have a family at all, right? which is quite common out there today. You cannot just force and say, oh, you don't have family, then, then you're not good. Blah, 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 blah. Are you robbing me of my rights? Or don't, those are what you're really feeling. Yes, yes, I get it. I get it. You are feeling that way. You're feeling like your partner is impeding your progress and all that. But all that attacking on the other side, it's not going to get, it's not going to crack anything. It's not going to get you anywhere. Instead, you should focus on de-escalating either yourself or the other party. Give everybody some sort of breather and come back and reconvene on why is it like that? Which brings me to point number three. What is governing my thoughts? All right, so what is governing my thoughts or my beliefs, my ideas? What is governing is extremely important and not so much the idea itself. Too many people are talking about things on the idea itself, you know, where it's like, oh, why you don't have kids? Oh, too expensive, law. You know, um, and then that's the end of the story. Or like... <laughs> 
or like, or like, you know, uh, do we want to hire more people? Don't want to too risky. And then that's the end of the story. <laughs> do you want to invest? No lah, too much risk. You know, so I think this is the part where a lot of people uh, can improve a little bit more to recognize that all those thoughts make no sense. <laughs> They're quite nonsense lah. Right? Uh, too risky lah. You know, uh, I don't feel like doing it lah. What is don't feel like doing it? Right, the reality is behind all the don't feel like doing it or like too risky, those kind of, those kind of like tagline statements exist all sorts of principles that are governing it, right? So some of these things will be like experiences, personal experiences or certain narratives that people have internalized or even some sort of like data, some studies out there that people internalize to say that, oh yeah, yeah, this is what it is. And you see it. On in the spat, right? In 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 the spat between the two of them and NOC, you feel like, what the hell? Both sides like talking about the same thing, but in total different way. Or like totally different things altogether, even. And that is exactly what is going on with a lot of people on a day-to-day discussion or on discussions of trying to align. Because you say I say, he says she say ma. What what do you actually mean, right? So when someone tells you some of these kind of statements, you have to dig further to try to find out what is the underlying experience and narrative that is governing that thought. Usually, it will come to a personal experience. Usually, okay, it will come to some sort of personal story. I would think one of the reasons why people don't really want to set up a family really hinges on this idea of them being abused or they don't come from a great family. They don't come from a great family. That's why they don't really want to set up a family. You know, uh, that, that is one way I believe is a strong reason. for. I've talked to enough people. Uh, so anecdotally, I believe that is one of the reasons out there. And so there's no point in flaming them for one thing or not, but try to understand where they are and what governs this to then crack the code. Right? So if your goal is to convince the other party, you have to help them relive their experience. It is very hard. Okay? You have to help them relieve the experience. In other words, they go through this whole thing, right? They go through this whole family issue and blah, blah, blah. You can take it as, okay, this is what it is. I'm not going to touch it, right? But if you want to change the hard line to become like, okay, maybe we can really set up a family, you got to work through with them the whole experience. Like, you know, what do your parents do to you? Uh, what was the abuse like and all that? So you got to walk through this whole process with them and reframe the way they look at it, right? So ultimately your goal, there's a lot of techniques here, but ultimately your goal is instead of them saying, you know, I don't want to have a family at all, it will be like, okay, maybe I could have a family in the view that I believe is a great family. That does not mean that definitely you will create a great family. Yeah? It tends to be a lot harder than it is. But that is the part that I think a lot of people need to recognize. When people say a certain statement or people share with you a, a certain thought, that is not the important part. The important part, if you already agree, I would still you know, push you further to try to understand what is under, underneath. But if you don't agree, that's not the important part. The important part is why is it like that? Dig, dig, dig. Right, so, but the digging is sophisticated. It is hard. Uh, we can talk a little bit more about this if you guys actually enjoy this communication lesson. Uh, but I feel like this is the part where a lot of people don't recognize right? that it's not about the thoughts itself, but it's really about the underlying experiences. And I also want to throw in something is that 
if there are no shared experiences, it will be very hard for you to develop anything. And if you look at what is happening currently in the situation between the whole bunch of them, yeah, it is that absence, that absence of discussion of that thought of what is what is underlying all these things. Nobody's talking about it, right? So it ends up becoming a you say, I say, he say, she say, and you get nowhere because nobody's breaking into the deeper stuff. And I respect, you know, if they don't want to do it, but I can tell you that if they're not going to go down deeper to really crack it and, and solve it, the, the problems will repeat even with uh, another situation that they are personally in and there will be no way out for this whole saga. Okay, so I thank you for listening all the way until here. I know it's a little bit different from what we usually do. Um, I, I hope I hope you found it beneficial, right? I, I'm leveraging on what is happening out there to share some of these uh, communication lessons and techniques that I've picked up over the years that really helped me to uh, carve a better life, you know, a better relationship with my friends, better relationship with my partner, better relationship with my business partner, better relationship with my team, right? And I, and I think all that jazz is important, right? So I'm going to sum up, okay? And, and I'm not saying these are the only three things that you, you need to be like, oh, super communicator. No, 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 no. Huh? So <laughs> there are many other things that I'm sure you've heard out there, asking questions, like, you know, uh, being vulnerable, uh, you know, uh, all, all those draw boundaries, you know, whatever people are saying out there, it, it's out there. Eh? I'm just pointing out the things that I feel are rarer. People don't talk about it as much and it's, it's very very vivid in NOC Saga and also parts of uh, the more nuanced idea of communication rather than just do this. Okay, so I'm going to sum up the three communications lessons from this whole saga. Number one is parameters are dynamic. In other words, if you look at Ryan and Sylvia, they started out as a couple, they got into this whole thing, they grew very fast and then they started recruiting a lot of people, right? The NOC grew so fast and then everybody was kind of jostled into like leadership role while churning and growing and, and all that. It's so difficult to keep changing and upgrading and, and what have you. So their parameters are changing again and again and again and again. And they've probably not done a lot of realignment in the process. So when they don't do that, it snowballs and problem exists, right? Which is what we see now. So recognize that parameters are dynamic and you got to check in with all the relationships that you care to keep realigning, to recognize what is the new agreement that we can come together with. Although fundamentally, you may have some sort of agreement, some sort of contract, you know, and those things, I don't think people really want to change it, but you got to recognize all the other things that can be a little bit more fluid and you can realign so that everybody is cool again to, you know, Book to the common goals. Number two is to always de-escalate emotions first. It does not matter whether you're right or wrong. You know, that is a moral structure to begin with. The idea here is that once people are emotionally heightened, they build up their wall, they want to protect themselves and whatever you say is going to, you know, it's not going to get to them. And if you're going to hit harder, it may break them and you will reach a situation like what is happening at NOC where nothing is going to happen, right? Or whatever mitigation, blah, blah, nothing is going to happen. There's no more goodwill left in this relationship. So always learn to de-escalate emotions, whether it's your own emotions or the other party's emotions. Recognize it is the first step. After that, always ask for a pause if you're feeling emotional. And if you are more able, you can help to de-escalate the other party's emotions 
by reassuring them that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not here to attack you. It's not personal, which most of the time is not personal, okay? Not, not really. Most of the time, it's a lot more situational. It's a lot more internal rather than, you know, this person is, a, is, a, is an asshole like that, right? It's, it's not like that. So de-escalate emotions, only then you can really talk to what is going on, which brings me to point number three, is to focus on what is governing the thought. So the thought itself don't matter, the thought, the idea, the beliefs, whatever, all those things, whatever name you put it, they don't really matter as much. What matters is what is underneath all those things. What inform the thought, what inform the beliefs, what inform all these are experiences, the narratives that people have internalized, a lot of emotional stuff that people have gone through. Right? So if you can recognize these three things and practice some of the stuff that I've shared with you, trust me, your emotions will be a lot better. <laughs> your relationships will be a lot better. At least it worked very well for me and I hope it works for you too. And I thank you for listening all the way to the end of something that uh, I'm just kind of trying to see to see if it works. So let me know if it's something that you guys enjoy and I will be happy to share with you once in a while uh, some tangent topics that's not always personal finance related. So yes, I hope you learned something useful today. See ya. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. Join our community telegram group, follow us on our social, sign up for our weekly newsletter. We are doing a weekly newsletter reboot. We are going to have a lot of information within the newsletter. Everything is in the description below. And if you love us and want to help us grow, definitely share the podcast with your friends and on your socials. Also, if you have any interesting thoughts you want to share or you know someone that we would like to hear from, reach out to us through hello at thefinancialcoconut.com With that, have a great day ahead Stay tuned next week And always remember Personal finance can be chill, clear And sustainable for all Even when we're on a budget We still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up Stunning high-end goods For 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater Starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, so yeah, um, I, I hope, I hope you, you, you learned something fun. I hope you learned something useful. Once again, I'm saying I'm not here to... I am definitely here to get clicks lah, for sure, right? So if, if you listen until now and you think I put in the effort, right? <laughs> Share with your friends, you know, um, put some good stuff out there, right? It's, it's not always... It's just about spat on both ends. Uh, but at the core, I think communication is, is indeed very, very important. And a lot of experts that we talk to, um, whether it's financial planning or whether it's doing a business and all that, always talk about communication, right? How do you communicate? How do you communicate? How do you communicate? And when I ask them, I, I feel a lot of them never give me very good answers, lah, right? <laughs> but of course, I, also, I spend a lot of bandwidth trying to understand this. So I hope uh, these things help you. Definitely all your boundaries and all that, they, they, they do add on. But these three are what I feel at the core really will Elevate your whole your whole communication abilities. And with that, let me know if you enjoy it. Let me know if you like it. Come to our Telegram group, talk to us, and whatever you share with your friends, give us five star. 
Okay. Um, yeah, it will really help the podcast a lot. All right. So with that, let's end for today. Next week, I think next week, we're going to resume uh, originally planned content, uh, which is what? Uh, which is which is geo-arbitrage and remote working. I think that's what it is. Right. So I'm going to spend a few more weeks to talk about work, about future of the work, life, and all those kind of stuff. Okay. So I hope uh, you continue to have fun and learn some good things and we will come back with you next week. See ya.